Welcome to Spark Creators, a podcast that empowers kids to learn, create, and become. This podcast invites creators and entrepreneurs from all over to share their stories and ideas. We believe every kid is creative. It's just a matter of taking that first step and starting now. We hope this podcast can inspire you to create something that makes a difference in the world. If you want to stay inspired, remember to subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Or visit us at peachandplumlab.com slash podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spark Creators. I am your host, Li Zen. It is a great pleasure to invite Ashlyn So and her mom, Angela Wu, the founders from Pin Together, a contour or ready-to-wear fashion brand for girls based in California. When Ashlyn was six, she discovered sewing, and ever since then, she has been draping her own clothes. So she has been picking out her own outfits since she was 15 months old. Mom Angela had to give up on what Ashlyn was doing, you know, to wear at that time when she was 18 months old. So as an 11-year-old girl now, Ashlyn has her own fashion brand pinned together, and she has been on Kids Fashion Magazine Fashion Show and the New York Fashion Week Fashion Show. Hello, Ashlyn and Angela. So nice to meet you. Can you say hi to your audience and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Ashlyn. I'm Angela, and I'm Ashlyn's mom. Um, yeah, Ashlyn, can you give us a little introduction about yourself? Like, um, you know, like for example, what grade do you go to? You know, like what do you like in school and things like that related to anything else that you do, right? Um, so I'm in sixth grade, and I'm eleven. Um, I my favorite subject in school is like art and science. Um, because I feel like science is very interesting and there's always more to learn. And I feel like art, you can always express yourself in colors and, and so many different ways. Great. So where do you guys based? <clears throat> it's in California, I know, but <laughs> where specifically which city? Um, so we, um, are based in San Francisco. Um, and <laughs> oh, we live in the Bay Area. <laughs> Really? Tell me where, which city? Because I do live in the Bay Area too. Oh, uh, we're we live in Burlingame. Oh, Burlingame. Okay. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's so close. Yeah. Where are you? I live in the East Bay and I work in Palo Alto. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> we couldn't have had this in person. We should have met in person, but next time, next time, yeah. Um, Angela, so can you tell me a little bit about yourself? What's your background and, um, yeah, where? You came from, and yeah, how did you get into this? Um, yeah, fashion design with Ashley. Okay, so um, I'm an architect. I don't know how to sew. She taught me how to sew, <laughs> and it's because of her that I also have to learn how wow. to sew. Wow, um, amazing! So yeah, so um, I w- I actually wanted to be a fashion designer when I was nine. Um, she obviously wanted to be one much earlier than I was. Um, and I think that it was just really interesting that <laughs> we were both liking the same thing. Um, the only person that's actually in our family who's creative uh, is we have one distant relative who's a calligrapher, a famous calligrapher uh, in China. 
Um, but other than that, every man in our family are all engineers. We come from wow. uh, just a bunch of electrical engineers, civil engineers, and so on and so forth. So when Ashlyn told me that she wanted to be a uh, fashion designer, I thought, wow. Um, when I wanted to be one, because I came from Hong Kong, my parents didn't know how to um, foster that. And so when Ashlyn wanted to be one, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is my my chance to actually um, help her to become creative. Yes, yes, that's wonderful. And I think it's amazing that she got, you know, part of your gene actually interested in the creative fields. And it's amazing that you, I think you as a mom, um, uh, Angela, that you guide her really well, you know, like when she was so young. And you actually found her interest since when, like 15 months old? That's like, it's it's incredible. So it is very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she, she, she helps me choose my clothes. I would pick out like two and then in her stroller, she would use her little finger and point to me which one it is that I should buy. <laughs> Ashley, I, I think it is just so incredible that, you know, like how like what kind of idea you can come up with when it comes to fashion design. And I've looked at some of the clothes that you um, you made and not only like having those ideas, but you are translating them into real like clothing and, you know, wearable like product that people can, can wear. And But before we actually dive deep into that, I would love to know about your um, it, like very beginning, you know, stories like like, especially from your perspective, when you were that young, what were you thinking? And when did you find your interest in fashion design? So I um, was six when I first, um, like, you know, loved to, um, just discovered sewing. And um, I was begging my mom for a sewing class. And um, I went to a sewing camp and I went there. And ever since I just loved fashion, you know, I just felt like I could explore, you know. Got it. So that sewing camp really planted the seed for you. Yeah. Because you have the skills now, then you wanted to use that skill to make something that, yeah, that can make it work. So, yeah, so that sewing camp, tell me a little bit more. What did you learn there? Like specific techniques or? Yeah, so I basically learned the basics of sewing. Like um, I learned how to like um, just sew a regular stitch, um, sew straight, so like pajamas or scrunchies and I even yeah I also learned how to use a sewing machine there so so you were not afraid when you were six years old yeah I, 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 I was afraid <laughs> <laughs> yeah mom was afraid but <laughs> Ashlyn was not afraid to to do anything yeah that's great so you know as part of a tradition actually for this podcast we always ask um things that people you know really um have you know, belief in, like, especially from the kid or the mom's aspect. And usually when we have a team come together, together, I ask them, like, how would you describe each other? Um, yeah, like, do you have specific words you describe each other? Like, what kind of personality or characteristics you have that really stand out for you? Um, so I would describe my mom as loving because um, she basically, like, she helps me with everything. And she makes sure I'm going to the right path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, and I think that she's she's like an angel in the house. Um, she's very kind. Um, I don't think I've ever I, I am her mom, so I will exaggerate things, but I don't think I've ever met anyone um, who is kinder and have a kinder heart than she does. She's very much into helping people and 
And so that's that's what it is. And and we're inseparable. <laughs> we do everything together. <laughs> yes, yes. I read that's the part of the story on your website. Yeah, definitely. So besides the creativity part, and also you know very hands on making your stuff, and you're also very kind. Yeah. So that's the other you know thing that I learned. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk a little bit about fashion design, Ashling.、Um, did you take any classes on fashion design, or did all the pieces that you come together simply were just came out of your mind and just you made it out of not knowing anything? Yeah, tell me a little more about that.、Um, so I went to I actually went to a summer course at Parsons in New York、um, just this past summer, and I actually get my ideas from everyday objects. And I use my imagination to turn them into like a garment, you know. And you have a, you also have a mentor.、Um, you want to talk about Alexandria? Yeah. So,、um, Alexandria von Bromson、um, was、um, Project Runway season twelve runner up, and she is like a mentor because like she, you know, she tells me like these things need like I don't know, you know, just maybe if this was like that, like just another pair of eyes, you know. Definitely. So she will give you like some ideas of what when you feel stuck or when you need someone to, yeah, yeah.、Um, you know, to give advices. She will give you her opinion, and you will use that as some kind of suggestions for you to move forward. Yeah. So definitely, mentorship is important. Yeah, and they they spark each other's creativity. She、um, goes to Alexandria's、um, class. And she often, Alexandria often tells me, "Oh, I just asked her to do this one thing, and then she turned it totally into something that even Alexandria didn't think about." And so、yeah. I think together the two of them, Alexandria is very creative. We really love her style, and I think the two of them really feed into into each other's creativity really. Definitely, yeah. So, did the class or、uh, the workshop you had in Parson actually taught you more techniques or different ways of thinking、um, that like helps you to actually advance your fashion design skills too? So, they taught me something like different that I usually wouldn't do, like a different kind of、um, shape or、um, a different way to make something. You know. Definitely, yeah. Like utilizing different materials and ways to come together, yeah. So that's why I feel like your work is like full of imagination and you know, like a lot of creative ideas in it, yeah. But I would still love to know more process. You know, for example, your Enchanted Winter Garden series. It tells a story of this little forest creatures transforming into、um, magical fairies. So all the pieces are white, and you have a lot of details in the pieces. I really like the piece called Game of Stripe, for example. And can you tell me a little bit, you know, about that piece? For example, the process, how you created it, and where did the idea come from? And are there any difficulties when you were creating them? So I really wanted to make something unusual and something that no one has ever seen before. So I just started sketching. You know, I, I so I sketched out an idea of making straps and pants. I mean, sleeves and pants out of straps, and then. I started just experimenting with the fabric, and I just started draping it on the mannequin. I mean, the dress form, and yeah, I just came up with that idea. 
Yeah, it's just fascinating, you know, to see where the structure of the dress actually was long and short sleeves, you know, but then you cut them and then you use part of the material to to become the stripe, you know, like of the yeah, and then you actually also alternative with another type of material just to add the varieties yeah into that, and I just think it's really smart and also it's still you know very not only it's decorative you know like in some way it's pretty but also it's still wearable you know like people can really show like you know like the yeah like they have the basic pieces and and everything so that's that's amazing um so tell me a little bit maybe about the average cost you know like for your raw materials and how long would it take for you to finish a piece so um it takes about uh so it depends what occasion it is for so um, I count the time by like the number of weekends because it's the only free time I have. Um, for example, Game of Straps took around three weekends, uh, while the Dragon Dress took six weekends. Uh, the latter did not include, um, conception time and fitting time. Got it. Yeah. So just making it's making the closing itself cost that much. Yeah. Time. Yeah. And, and so do you guys shop? like your material or your fabric actually like before you create a whole series or do you shop like just before you create any one specific piece like and what is the average you know because our podcast is related to entrepreneur kids you know so we are teaching kids about like uh, thinking about cost you know what they will spend ahead and what how much you know like they would earn later stuff so can you tell me a little bit about your you know costing when it comes to your material and then everything Maybe Angela, you can help. Yeah. <laughs> so we go we go fabric shopping together, um, and for that winter piece, for example, she has vision is all white. So and she has a favorite white fabric. Um, so we would go to a wholesale place and buy a gazillion yards of those. <laughs> so it would be endless supply. <laughs> um, so the way that we would kind of price it is, you know, we. This is the part where I'm her mom material that, that we would just kind of do times two and times two. So raw material times two and times two for the market. Um, and that's basically how everything is calculated. And, and uh, for her, she always thinks that she feels bad. <laughs> she has a kind say, heart. Yeah. <laughs> and I say your time, people should pay for your time too. It's not just the materials. <laughs> so yeah. And, um, and I think that, she really enjoys the process, um, and so it, it really depends. Like if it's like the whole season, it's all her thoughts. So it's what you pick, right? It's the materials. And what about the custom pieces? Do you want to talk about for the custom pieces? How what your process is? So um, basically, I you know have like a little talk with the client, and um, I ask her what she wants, and um, I try to pair um, what she wants with my vision. And I just start sketching, and then um, we start fabric shopping, and yeah. Got it. Yeah, that's that's amazing that you are you know part of this um, whole process too, where you decide from the very beginning uh, what material you have envisioned to use, and then later you know you are going to create everything. Yeah, and you mentioned a little bit about the show, but it's incredible to me that your work has been shown on Fashion Week. So. How did you enter New York Fashion Week as a kid designer? 
I'm not too familiar with this space. Yeah, so uh, it must be hard, you know, from my perspective. So tell us a little bit about that process. You know, when was the first encounter you um, came across this opportunity, or how? Who helped you, and how did you enter that? So this the show was specifically for kids' fashion.、Um, my mom submitted my work, and they liked it. So. And there was no age limit for the designer.、Um, when I heard that I could be in the New York Fashion Week, I started sketching out ideas、um, for my collection. Got it. So, so basically, it could be like an adult designer who are designing specifically for kids, right? But because there's no age limit, and so you're taking advantage of this opportunity to submit as a kid designer designing for kids. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. so actually, that's, that's even great. When, when we were there, I always have to make sure I stay in the background because she got interviewed during the the fashion week, and then and then the the person came up, the interviewer came up to me and said, "Ashlyn," I said, "No, that's not me. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah." They never expected、uh, an eleven year old could be the designer behind all those, you know, clothes. Yeah, clothing. That's amazing. So, I were you the only kit designer there during that fashion week? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. Usually、wow. for the fashion shows, she's usually almost always actually、yeah. the only the only kid. Always. Oh wow! Yeah, so proud of you. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I think the connection that she has with the kid models, I mean, is really great. They're lifelong friends. You know, they keep in touch with each other and they inspire、oh. each other. It's really great. Kind of create a little. Community of support for each other. We support them as、wow. models, and they support us. And her as the designer. As a designer, yeah, I think they they are probably really inspired by you too. Like seeing some kid designer, and they were thinking, besides the model, maybe they can do something similar too. You know, like you really inspire a lot of maybe girl or kid designer out there who have the dream but may not have the courage to pursue it. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about like. Like say the feedback for that、uh, fashion show that you did at New York Fashion Week, and what is the greatest comments and things that you received from people? You know, like what? Yeah, what did they think about your collection? So usually it's like a facial expression,、um, the smile from the heart like breaks out as soon as they put on the final piece.、Um, you can see their exciting,、um, build, the excitement building up, and we process with、um, each fitting. Uh, with the custom pieces,、uh, these dresses are what,、um, like, how they want to project to the world about themselves.、Um, so the dresses like boost their confidence, make them feel like happier, and that's what,、um, and that's what I want these girls、um, and women to feel.、Um, with the girls, you know they love、um, dresses as soon as they start dancing and trolling. Um, with with the dress on, to me those are better than、um, any words that I can describe how the pieces feel on them. Yeah, because they wanted to wear your pieces and they feel beautiful and pretty, you know, with the piece, yeah, on them. So that's the greatest compliment they can give you, right? Yeah, when they order or buy from you, yeah, that's great. Now let's. Talk a little bit about businesses, yeah, because it's not common for you know like a, a girl or a kid to start a business. That's why you know we have this podcast to interview people like you, yeah, to inspire other kids. Yeah, many girls when they grow up, including myself, you know, love dresses and also love designing little clothes for our dolls, but. 
we have never thought about. You know, when we think about like designing real clothes, it's probably just put your blankets, you know, some scarves around yourself and just pretend that you have something designed. But never would we thought about designing for real life, you know, size like body or make it come true. So I think this definitely has some contribution from your mom, Angela. She, you know, like she really makes sure this came out, you know, to life. So can you tell us a little bit about? That's like, why do you want it to design for real body size rather than just for your doll? <laughs> so I actually never showed any interest in dolls, and I wanted really, yeah, <laughs> and I wanted people to take me seriously as a designer. So um, I also wanted to design for um, myself as as well as others. Um, so there are days where I can't I can't find anything to wear, and I start making a whole outfit for myself. You know. What was the f- like the first outfit or the proudest outfit you have made, like out of out of probably your own clothes, right? It's not nothing that yeah, it's not just fabric, right? Is it? Um, mostly yeah, it is fabric. Oh, it is um, fabric. <laughs> <laughs> so you really just pin them together and you started wearing them <laughs> as an outfit. Yeah, and and he nailed it, and that's why it's the the this is called pin together. Wow. Um, she has a dress form that I gave her, and she literally pinned it on that first, and then and then she she makes it. You want to talk about what's your proudest piece, or you can talk about yeah. the time when you spent an hour right before we leave to make、oh. a whole outfit for yourself. <laughs> um, so um, I think my proudest piece was probably the dragon dress because. Um, I have a lot of ideas, but sometimes I just never execute them. But I feel like this one, I really like. I really like put all my imagination into it, and I just came, made it come to life. Yeah. Got it. It was the dragon dress, actually, the black one that has a lot of like triangles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes,、huh? yes. Okay, just just a note for the audience. Yeah, if you guys wanted to see Ashling's work. You can go to her website, pin together. It's P I N number two, to together G E T H E R dot com. Pin together dot com. Now, what about a, a business like the brand that you have? When did you started pin together the brand, the fashion brand, and when did you decide to turn it into a business? So I found myself constantly finding like finding something to wear, and I wanted to wear something that looks nice, and <clears throat> sorry, and something I can wear from a park to a party.、Um, as I started making clothes for myself, I got a lot of compliments and. So my mom thought that we we can make a business out of it,、um, and so、um, and sell the clothes. So after my fashion show, I started wanting to help charities. I realized that everyone can't afford some like beautiful beautiful clothes, and I wanted to spread the happiness and the joy to everyone. So soon, I partnered up with Samaritan House, and I donated my custom design services to a live auction. I am so proud to have helped them and raised money. <laughs> wow, that's great! Yeah, so you actually have have supported charity too, 
like by using your design skills and your amazing imagination. Yeah. And、uh, what about Angela? Yeah, from your perspective, you know, it's very interesting then、uh, that uh, how. Ashlyn went into this route of starting her own brand, and also attend you know real fashion shows like New York、um, Fashion Week. So, can you tell us a little bit about like what were you hoping or you know in the beginning as a parent when Ashlyn showed interest in designing and in fashion when she was like eighteen year month old, maybe eighteen months old? Yeah. So, tell us as a parent. What is your perspective on that? You know, or expectations? Yeah. So、um, I often call myself the, the the door opener. So I open the door, she walks through it, and she she does the work. <laughs> and my only goal is really to cultivate her creativity.、Um, and Pin Together is really an outlet for her to have real life practice on real people other than herself, <laughs> and understands kind of the whole process of what fashion design is. Um, and I think that the I think the kid's imagination are untainted at this point. She's unencumbered by what we adults know as all the preconceptions.、Um, I remember one time we actually had a huge argument. She wanted to do something, and and because she can't really describe herself very well, I I thought she was I thought she was describing something else, and I said that's impossible. That doesn't look good, and she gets frustrated because I didn't like it. And finally, I said, "Fine, just pin it." And so she pinned it, and I, my jaw dropped. And I thought I would never argue with you again because this is amazing. It's totally different from what I thought you were talking about. And and I said, "Okay, that's it. You you know what you wanted to do." And then and then you have questions. You ask me. <laughs> I don't meddle with your design. So.、Um, So yeah, so I think that it's actually just a really—I mean, we were all a little—we were all Picasso once when we were young, and so I wanted to just keep that creativity and and foster it so that she can have it,、um, have a way to practice it, and have a way to spread. What she loves doing. Yes, that's incredible. You know, when I heard that, I was like having some goosebumps. <laughs> really, you know, like、uh, of how like it's not only about like how creative you are, Ashley. It's like how respectful you are too. You know, Angela, as a mom, as a parent,、uh, how much you respect this creativity from the little minds. You know, and and allow her to express herself like in her own way. Yeah, it's it's amazing to see that. I think a lot of people. Usually, like a lot of people, usually think like, oh, if a kid creates something, like the parents must have a big role in it. You know, like it, if the parents didn't know this or that, how would the kid be able to do that? And in reality, a lot of parents do support in whatever way they can, but also they they have to respect the kids' own interest and their creativity. Otherwise, even if the parents want to push a hundred percent, you know, there's no way they the kids can make anything. Yeah, so I I just think it's amazing that you. You you are respectful to her creativity and also to this level, supporting to the level that yeah she can do anything she wants and you're just there to help her yeah that's great um <laughs> yeah yeah you are definitely a mother daughter team in this business yeah so besides open the door for her you know say maybe reach out you know to people to create some opportunities for her and let her do the work and. 
Is there anything else that you do separately in this business? Yeah, tell me, tell us a little more about the details. Well, I I do a lot of just background stuff. So I call myself the momager.、Um, yes. <laughs> so so she's very humble, and so she doesn't like talking about herself. And I feel perfectly fine talking about her because I can say, "Hey, I'm her mom." You know? Yes, <laughs> okay. yes. And, and actually, Grandma actually has even more rights to brag about her, so it, it helps. Yeah. So I help her kind of do the marketing,、um, schedule, find opportunities for her.、Um, uh, I'm I'm her driver to drive her to fabric stores. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm her accountant. Definitely. <laughs> so I'm all the stuff that no one else. Should be doing if you are a kid, and I just、yeah. want her to concentrate on being creative. Yes, yeah, and that's what she is most good at. You know now too. Yeah, even if for a lot of、um, like adult fashion brand, when they wanted to focus on doing something, they collaborate with other businesses to let them take care of this part. You know, so、oh, yes. yeah, <laughs> yes, definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. You mentioned a little bit about marketing, yeah. So tell us、um, about some sales and marketing. What is the process is like for a fashion brand, you know, so, because they can be different from other services, yeah. Like when you、uh, receive, like saying, say some kind of order, do you guys、um, design specific clothes for that order, or do you actually just sell from your, say for example, the Fashion Week, right? Something you already created, you wanted to re,、um, reproduce it and duplicate it so people can buy. Yeah, tell us a little bit about those. So we've really evolved as she aged.、Um, so at the beginning, she needed more of my help, and so it was more of a ready-to-wear. So we have a whole、yeah. series of ready-to-wear clothes, and、uh, we have manufacturers which I bring her to with us. <laughs> so they love her. Actually, it's really good to have her. Like people would do anything for her. <laughs> Yeah. So you said your all of your clothing are made in the USA, right? So is it a manufacturer in in the Bay Area? Yes. Wow. Yeah, it actually is in San Francisco. It's very close to our house. Yeah, they actually also happen to be all from Hong Kong, and so when they found out that we're from Hong Kong, yes, Ryan, yes, <laughs> <from> yes, <laughs> there's a connection, and you can see that people、um, just just there's an instant help that they they wanted to extend themselves to. To make sure that she's successful, and we wanted to make sure that we、um, go with all the local businesses and that we keep everything kind of as local as possible,、um, even though it's hard at San Francisco. <laughs>、um, and then I and I think that、uh, we also kind of、uh, I I maintain her Instagram account,、um, trying to make it. Somewhere、um, between kind of just fun and what she wears to being kind of a mommy blogger, if you will,、um, talk about kind of what it's like to be、um, to take care of kids, your mom, and giving some facts and other things that I think maybe people will find interesting and in helping their kids.、Um, and so yeah, so I mean, I I think that I just. I go online and I search for opportunities. I find people who I think are interesting, and and they help me connect with other people.、Um, and so yeah, so those are kind of our. It's just more like a, a people to people, very kind of personal、uh, way of marketing. Got it. Yeah, got it. Because I know a lot of fashion brand usually do custom designs, and then、um, yeah, like in order to bring that design into like a mass market, you know, it's very 
it's a hard process, yeah, or it, it, it will take a lot of like time and also energy to, you know, to make that happen. Yeah. Have you guys like thought about that direction in the future where you wanted Ashlings? Yeah. 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 Sorry. Right, right, right. Um, so, so then we, sorry, I didn't finish. <laughs> I, thought I, I lost my thought for a sec. Um, so, uh, so then we've actually evolved and become more of a custom um, as she has more homework um, and she takes more control over the business, like the creativity side. And so we just started and people started asking her to make clothes for her, for them, uh, for occasions. So it, all of a sudden we just find ourselves that she's um, making custom clothes for women going to galas. Um, we find ourselves doing like fittings for people um, and and then she would make something for herself and then people would be like, I want that. And so then she started making kind of customized accessories like purses, backpacks and, and things like that. So um, it's really more of a custom model right now. And we take orders one by one so that she has more time to do it and that there's that personal touch. I think the thing that um, I see is really like what she was mentioning, which is these women come and they're already excited and then finally, when they put they put the dresses on, I mean, they just transform and they're so happy. And then I would sometimes attend some of the same galas with them, and they're just so proud. They're like they're, they're like helping helping Ashlyn market and said, "Oh, Ashlyn made this for me." <laughs> so it's really kind of an amazing kind of community sense of community. Yeah, definitely. And that's great because as you are making the custom, like this type of custom designs and you are uh, adding products into your collection, you know, as you're building your portfolio and also your uh, designs. And in the future, if you wanted to move on, if there's an opportunity for you to move on, you know, to the mass market and it will be much easier too, you know, for you to choose a specific uh, line or closing to to go do that yeah which I think uh pretty strategic you know at this point of your life too because you don't have time to do all these you know like things and now you can just take it easy right T just use your creativity yeah right right and there's also a way of mass production that I don't think that she should spend the time on like um you have to make the clothes a lot simpler and a lot more understanding for the pattern maker, for the manufacturer, there are limits. Um, so with the stuff that she makes, I think that I should not limit her in how she can produce certain things. And I should just let her be super creative, like just very customized, um, not necessarily couture, because couture means a lot of kind of handmade embroidery and things like that. Um, her stuff is not as ornate, but it's very handcraft intensive also. So all this amazing experience and things, but I'm, I know creating a business is not easy. Yeah takes time and takes everyday effort. And what are some of the difficulties or challenges that you have gone through in your business? And maybe what are some lessons you have learned through this fashion brand? Yeah, so do you want to talk Yeah, okay. So it's like I have a lot of homework and like activities after school. But um, I think, yeah, sometimes I have to work late for like fashion shows. Um, but I feel like uh, like... Um, I still like stay creative. Um, I think that I need to 
um, do more, like, I, I need more time sometimes because I need to give my, like, I need to give myself more time to, like, make this piece, you know? Yeah, time. So time, it is a challenge, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, time to make the piece and time to think about what the piece are going to be. Yeah, and how to, like, construct it and the pattern. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, because you only have the weekends or after work. You know, like you still have to do homework. And as a kid, you probably wanted to play and hang out with friends, and you want to do other activities too. You know, so yeah, time is always a challenge. Yeah, for kid entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um. So, any like plans for the future? Do you plan like how how do you plan to like grow the pin together and what's your vision and even for your own future like do you really like because you are so involved in fashion design do you want to become a fashion designer professionally or what's the plan yet so um i think that actually it is as much pin together is going to be as much or as little as she wants it so um i don't want to push it and then she's going to hate it. <laughs> um, so, so I think I'm going to allow her to make it as much as she wants to be. And it's also a platform that uh, for her to go to school. You want to talk about your oh, yeah. dream school? Yeah. So I really want to go to um, Parsons in New York. Um, I also want to have like a fashion show maybe in Paris or Milan. Um, I really like, I really feel like I want to like, you know, um, try to grow my portfolio too for um, um, like for college, um, and uh. So so yeah, so I think that this this business actually is helping you time management. Uh, you know how to deal with like the stress of meeting deadlines. Fashion industry is actually very stressful and and is very. It's actually a very difficult industry to go into and reconsider outsiders because I didn't go to a fashion design school. Um, she didn't. <laughs> she only went to the one summer, not yet. Um, and so I think it's really about balancing all of it and how to kind of get into the market as as an insider. Um, there's a lot more to learn. Um, and I think that she, um, I always tell her it's okay if she doesn't want to be a fashion designer. I'm okay with it as long as she's happy, and uh, and you also want to use fashion design to do what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So I also um was gonna I want to grow them together by um going to like the more charity area. Like I feel like I want to um help other people more than like making pin together big. I want to like um like donate money or uh donate pieces. I feel like it's better to help other people than to like, you know, grow, you know. Definitely, definitely, yeah. And, you know, Ashling, as an 11-year-old, like, even though you have all those big dreams and you have fears and stuff, or, like, um, unknown, you know, like, things in still, like, in life or in general, but you are way ahead, you know, of, yeah, compared to many people, many people have similar dreams, like, your portfolio can already stand out among college, you know, like, applications, yeah, and you're only 11 years old, just remember that, you know, and so I cannot imagine when you get to high school, like, you know, last year, and when you're preparing, yeah, I would love to see your portfolio, you know, I would love to see that, yeah, and fashion, yeah, definitely fashion industry, I 
think it is a a tough yeah industry. And actually, I have um two classmates in college who actually also built their own brands in in London, you know, for Fashion Week, and then they participated those like um Paris, you know, London fashion shows, and they are very stressed out, you know, like they were thinking. <laughs> Because it's like an、um, annual, you know, or bio, like annual kind of、uh, fashion show, and you have to participate almost like consistently. Otherwise, you will not have a stand, you know, in the industry. And they think that that's the difficult part. You have to push yourself to meet deadlines. Yeah. So, so you are you are getting there, you know, by yeah by by practicing at such a young age. And then I am already so proud of you know what you have done. Yeah. So. Amazing, yeah. And so let's share maybe some you know like things that you can,、uh, like resources or links or books or you know even people like people you know the kids and parents can search or research for on the internet and say、um, if they are interested in fashion design. Yeah, do you have recommendations? Um. So there's this actually this Japanese book. Um. It's like、uh, I don't know what it's called, but. Are you talking? Which one are you talking about? We, we have so many books. <laughs> <laughs>、um, oh, really? Yeah. The one, like the one where you can drape different shapes. Oh, there's this Japanese series called Drape Drape. So we own all the all the series. Yeah. Okay. You can explain. Um. So like they teach you how to use different shapes and turn them into like you know something different, and it looks very like like the shape is like unique, you know. And it's different than what you would usually like wear. Got it. So you, so you actually did buy a lot of books, yeah, to inspire yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then、uh, you want to talk about the Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I love Alexander McQueen, and I'm always inspired by him because I feel like his fashion is so different. You know, it's different than. And then what you see, and it's, and it's just, it's just imagination. It's the real definition of imagination. Wow, speechless, huh? Like very hard to describe. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Send me the name. I would love to check him out. So my last question, Angela, always ends yeah on the parent side. And do you have any suggestions for parents yeah who also wanted to raise creative and entrepreneurial kids? And just like what you did to Angela, how、oh, to to Ashlyn? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We both have an A. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> um, I think it's listen to your child, uh, follow their lead, um, open doors and allow them to go through it themselves. Don't don't ever push them because if you push them, they're gonna resent it and kaput. <laughs> That's it. Um, and I think most of all. Make sure it's always a fun and enjoyable process. I think they're still kids.、Um, this life should be easygoing, carefree, and that's what I would say to other parents here. So definitely allow them to have the resource and opportunity to be part of you know a bigger like picture or a bigger dream. But then don't push too hard or don't give them too much pressure because they're still kids, right? They wanted to enjoy this whole process as、um, yeah as an overall experience as a childhood. Yeah. So that's great, wonderful. Thank you, thank you so much for your time, and I really really enjoyed our chat. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Spark Creators podcast at peachandplumlab.com.